This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. really like some exploration and I don't think it ever happened into like what more can you do with that gold opening and since talc is ostensibly human all these people are human yeah like where are the fuck his organs because that is a hella gash like it's basically his whole abdomen and like I don't get why it stays so fucking open. It, well, and yeah, and like raw, just like it just looks. Oh, disgusting. it is red around the edges. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it definitely needs some salve. I'll put some Vicks Vapor Rub on it. Like, what's the point of being like super strong and super healthy and like all that when you have like this open gaping wound? You know, oh, and yeah, enemies you know can what? just like they can just like you know throw some mud at it. You get infected. You die. Yeah, and he looks pretty sexy for a standoffish guy, mm-hmm. but it's partly because he wears that gray eyeshadow, but like, <laughs> I wouldn't fuck him well, not- from the front. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and not if he ever let any part of his abdomen, I don't think I'd fuck him from the back because you'd be, you'd- I'd be like, is it, I'd be like constantly like, is it coming out? Is it coming out and watching? Is it coming out or is it staying inside? I would be very much like Colonel Colonel O'Neill, where I would just be like, that's gross. Right to his face. Yeah. yeah. How rude is Colonel O'Neill in this episode, in episode two, when he's like all at one point they have to look at Telt's um little embryo. And so it comes out and O'Neill's like, ugh. And I'm like, what a good friend. Yeah, I mean, even even like Colonel Kennedy is he he like takes it in stride. He's like, okay, yeah, all right. And he's a dickhead. Yeah, I know, but but even he's like, you know, polite enough to be yeah, like, all right, exactly, all right, cool, cool, cool. Oh my god. <laughs> and you like, know what? Dude. You te- you texted me. You texted me. This was an intense episode, and motherfucker, you are right. So before we get into it. Why don't I say what a little bit about what this podcast is? And if I leave something out or get it wrong, you then you'll say something about what this podcast is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What do you we, think? Well, we should, as as with all the other podcasts we've ever done, there should be an intro of some kind. We should. I think all, people all, like it if you just say, "Look, this is the podcast, and this podcast is about." Um, Stargate SG-1, and it's it's a comfort watch during Pandemonium, during the Princess Leia, and, like, Tori thinks, let's do deep dives into the movie while we talk about the show, and Sarah thinks, that's me, Sarah thinks, let's just talk about, um, is this show woke or not? No, it's not. But sometimes, and it's funny. Yeah. That that's it. That that's about it. That sounds that sounds. And good. we thought we thought maybe some other people would like to come along and comfort watch this podcast. Because I'll tell you what, I I hate rewatching stuff, but I have watched all these episodes like three or four times before we talk about them. <laughs> because otherwise, I forget everything. Oh, I see. See that that that's why I take notes. So I yeah, fuck I, notes. I, I, I just, I just like, can't. They can they can they they re up my my memory. The jo- the job but then this is a job. Then suddenly it's a job. <laughs> well, then that's fine. I'll I'll be the I'll jo- my notes will jog my memory and I will jog yours. We're doing episode two, the enemy within. We've gotten to the right. second episode. We've done it. I've never congratulations. I never remember titles, so I was pretty stoked. Awesome. I watched it three fucking times, so and uh, and actually, actually, I had I had I had a little thought. I I, I had a little thought, a little bit. Uh, that we can play. You know how, and it's 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 shown again in this episode, uh, just like the last one. Uh, these people love apocalypse timers. They 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 love putting time time limits on shit. Oh, for no reason, absolutely. For they no just love to real put reason. That... Well, somebody took a writing class, 
And in their writing class, the teacher was like, if you don't put a timer on it, there's no stakes or tension. The audience doesn't care. So it's sort of a the, mo- the world's most basic way to create stakes and tension. Awesome. Well, uh, so in, <laughs> in honor of that, uh, I say that uh, you, should, uh, you should do a 24-second summary of this episode. Oh, fuck. That makes sense, but I hate it. Okay, I love it. Let's do it. All right, hang oh, on. Do it. I'll time it. No, no, I'll time it. Check oh, this that out. Makes more sense. Okay. Oh, we're gonna screen share. Okay. Fuck. Okay. Wait. Ready? Which one? Okay. I remember. Okay. Hey, are you ready? ready? Yes. Go. Okay. At the end of the last episode, we saw that thing go in the neck. As we discussed in our last episode, it did not go in his fucking ear. Did not Star Trek him. He then uh, kills some people, but they try to get it out of him. But it's so the gold is juvenile, so it doesn't totally take over, and that's so tangled up in his brain, he almost kills Carter, but he doesn't. And they think they've saved him, but he, he, they've been deceived. And Teal saves the day, which is why he gets to be on the team. Oh, oh, yes. yeah, you I did mean, it. You I did, did it. it. You did it. We, yeah, you did it. I the, mean, I think I hit the big The one. complex didn't blow up. All right, nope. sweet. Nah, oh, my God. I love, like, I love that that's part of the tension is, like, in three minutes, we're going to blow this complex up. Yeah, I'm like. And why is, that, why is the iris ever open? Yeah, there's, there's, why no, is the there's iris no real reason. Ever open. They're like, oh, my God, incoming, close the iris. I'm like. Um, just suggestion. keep it. Just keep it shut. Just close. Yeah, we don't it have off. any friends. We don't have any friends yet, right? With our <laughs> with our phone number. Yeah, they're not. You're not expecting DoorDash. <laughs> yeah, leaving it open for 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 the nice driver. No, oh just God, leave yeah. that shit closed. And then why have to? Why do you have to blow up the entire mountainside? Because they're afraid there's a nuclear bomb that's coming through or something shit like that. I guess right? so. No, I think they're just afraid that. Um, these aliens are a huge existential threat. Not to not to Earth, but to the United States, which is really fucking weird. They're never like, oh my god, these aliens are huge. Ex- these aliens who were once in Egypt, and we stole this motherfucking uh, waterhole from Egypt. This is the rightful fucking property of the Egyptian people in government really if you think about it but we very much britished that thing over to our mountain in colorado and now it's ours and um and and now it's a threat to uh we only care about the american people the very 90s that well it is weird that like i'm like all right you know after the first episode i'm like all right here we go let's go there infinite worlds galaxies just open let let's go and then nope it's a bottle episode just inside the base a bottle episode about a motherfucking character that they're gonna kill off i guess the first two episodes they've got to kill off all the characters from the movie that they don't want to keep going (laughs) i know i know It's, it's crazy but well, the writer's room is like too complicated to have two teams. It's called Stargate SG one, not Stargate SG one through nine. <laughs> Wait, is that- so let's just nip it at, at SG two and then never talk about that again by killing Kowalski. <laughs> wow. All right. Oh, well, spoiler. Yeah. Kowalski dies after they put his face through what I'm pretty sure on my third watch is just like a piece of carpet. Do you mean, I'm jumping ahead. Do you mean like the massage table that he's on? Yeah. Yeah. The, and I think, but what I really thought was that must be nice for that actor. I bet that carpet, unless it's like manager special polyester is probably pretty nice to lay on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, maybe it was supposed to be carpet. Maybe, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, maybe that was sterile carpet. All right, we're getting, yeah, we are getting a little ahead of ourselves. Um, okay, so where should we start? The beginning. At the beginning, <laughs> a very good place to start. Okay. Kowalski's having neck issues and a headache. And, and he's uh, like, oh, well, I've taken a fistful of aspirin because I'm macho as fuck, but nothing's helping. Oh my God, please don't take a fistful of aspirin. Well, in, in, I've got a severe stomach bleed now. <laughs> on top of this headache. Uh, and whatever else happens when you take a fistful of aspirin. Well, you know, O'Neill's like, get down. Hey, buddy, get 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 down in the infirmary. And, you know, props to Kowalski 
instead of doing like the no no I'm I'm fine trope, he's like immediately he's like yeah yeah no I'm I'm gonna do that I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. go right you now. know what <laughs> I like that whole thing I like how seriously O'Neill was like I feel like O'Neill acts like he's like kind of a like dumb macho piece of shit but as soon as he was like someone hey Qualky you got a headache Qualky's like yeah it's pretty bad he's like you're going to the infirmary. And then the general's like, that's right, you are going. And he's like, oh, awesome. I was dying to go to the infirmary. <laughs> the whole thing is great. The whole thing, except for I took a fistful of aspirin, is great. I guess it's just to let us know how bad his headache is. <laughs> yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty bad. He's go if he'd been like, infirmary. man, I took some butalb, I took some like fucking Fioraset. That's just barbiturates and aspirin, and I still don't feel right. Okay, then I would be like more impressed. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, so he does that, and so we learn a little bit uh, during this during the first scene. Like they want to go start doing reconnaissance with the Stargate, but every fucking five minutes, like something's coming in, so they got to close the iris butthole and and start yeah. the countdown timer, and then like shit's like hitting the other side, and they're being attacked by the by the aliens somehow, but, and they just keep doing this over and over and over. And it's getting really motion, motion to always call it clenching the anus, clenching the metal anus. Sure. Just clenching the anus. Okay. Yeah. Clench the anus. (laughs) Second. Do I get a second? Sure. I'm the only one here. Yeah. (laughs) Motion carries. Okay. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I guess that's why they had to have, that makes sense. That's why they had to have an episode where they didn't go anywhere. Because it wouldn't make any sense for the gold not to keep trying to get in there. O- O'Neill's pretty cavalier about the fact that it's probably people who are slamming against the iris. But what's really weird is how, like, that I assumed that. And then nobody, they were all like, oh, my God, do you think it's people? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's soldiers. <laughs> general O'Neill, uh, after talking with the general, who's like, we we're we uh we're gonna have somebody come down from uh, the Pentagon interrogate your your boy, uh, Talc, and he's like, all right. And so he goes to Talc, and he starts asking him about it. He's like, uh, uh, they'll do it one or two more times. They 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 probably think our, their weapons have already destroyed you, you know. So they got right. like because you like, keep you keep like every time you tighten the anus, they can't even materialize on from the inside of it much. So there's no poop come out at all yeah 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 which is it kind of begs the question like where, where does all that shit go does it just does it just disintegrate into the ether of the wormhole or does it like yeah go, this is the question does it go back up this is a question that comes up for me at the end of the episode too that i can't wait for but no i mean it doesn't go back up right they don't like Oh God, that would be so horrible as if you tightened your anus because you were in a situation where you couldn't poop and it came back up the other and way. Just, and it just what goes a nightmare. back to the origin point. Yeah. Which is your mouth. That would be very upsetting. I'm glad that doesn't happen to the human body. And, uh, but we know that doesn't happen because they discuss when will they stop doing this? And Talc is like, you know, they'll probably do it a couple more times and then they're going to think they killed you and it'll take them a while to decide to check on it again. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, the, the Stargates, there wasn't much planning involved for these as like well, interdimensional like telephones. Talk is hella helpful for somebody that they're about to dissect. Oh, it, it, it is. Like, yeah, like he's in this super shitty cell. O'Neill did not fulfill his promise of letting him crash in his place. No, when do I get to go to your place, O'Neill? I have noticed you are never here. Is this your apartment? Like, I would believe it. If you told me this was your apartment, I would believe you because I have never been here. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I'm not privy to the, to the knowledge that if I knew you, you would not have this shitty of an apartment. Your apartment's probably shitty, but not this shitty. And, and I think O'Neill is trying to, like, make the case that he's a helpful asset and asylum seeker oh can we talk about just on the the talc getting them wanting them being kind of like on the fence everybody but o'neill kind of like yeah maybe it's okay to dissect him um when he's talking to the general the general says hey he's switched sides once already who's to say he won't do it again all right 
here are my issues with that. How many times, like in throughout history, right? We've like had people who turned and we've needed to, we've used them as assets, not dissected them. And second of all, I'm pretty sure my understanding of things is talc didn't have, wasn't ever loyal to the, loyal to the gold. Like he was, um, everybody was enslaved by the gold. It's just that if you were Jaffa, you had it better than all the other slaves, the slaves that weren't Jaffa. So he was, he was like a conscripted fucking boy soldier. Like, you know, like, it's not like it was like, he was like, I'm on team Goa'uld. Now I'm on team Earth. We'll see what happens. So I was kind of thought that was um, victim Blaney and shitty. (laughs) It was very, it was was a little Kanye. Like, Mm. uh, Man, I you know I gotta say Christopher Judge, I, I'm 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 already digging him a lot. He does he does like stoic but interesting stoic pretty well. Mm. Like that's hard. Sh- that's right. That's hard shit. That's that's a difficult he does, thing. It's almost like he he. I bet he can smile because what he does is he does stoic where he doesn't move the whole bottom of his, of his face or like most of his body, but then he's doing all this shit with his forehead and his eyebrows. And like even one of his ears, made, like that motherfucker, I think can move his ears, and it makes you like I can see he's thinking, but he is like used to not being able to express himself, so he keeps his cards real close. I mean, I wish I could it, do that. I mean, is this Spock level? Nah, I don't think it's Spock level. Not I, I think we can't. Let's not. We can't. We can't talk Star Trek because I'm gonna be like, all right, let's talk. Let's oh. talk Spock. <laughs> Sorry, I'm clenching the anus on that reference. Sorry. Okay. Tightening the metal butthole. Like I um no, it's yeah, tight, it's tightened. It's tightened. You're just you're just banging again. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm not even rematerializing. You're three microns away from, from the, yeah. the titanium. <laughs> I didn't I on purpose didn't put on a Star Trek t-shirt today. <laughs> all right. Well, yes. Well, O'Neill's like, all right, well, you know. The dude's coming, but it, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fight for you. And once you're all done, he basically he's like he promises like to take him out to a baseball game. He's like, don't worry, my futon is there. It's gonna happen. Just just mm-hmm. wait. Oh yeah, he like fully swaggers into the interrogation, and he's all condescending. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. Maybe I overstepped or made a mistake, but it seems that I told our friend Talc that we respect <laughs> people's rights here. So too late, motherfuckers. He's already got expectations. Which, yeah. again, this is not based on my probably above average for the normal civilian understanding of military not fucking at all how the military works. Well, yeah. Well, so, yeah. So the dude, the dude from uh, the Pentagon arrives, Colonel Kennedy. Um, well, yeah, well, you know, they start the interrogation and Teal's like, I pledge my honor and loyalty to you guys this and I world. renounce everything and I will do my best to help you. And all these like, you know, really, you know, big heartfelt pledges, Shakespearean words and General Hammond's like, uh, thanks. <laughs> they go, sir, says no. Anyway. You said you pledge yourself to... <laughs> You said you pledge yourself to this world and not to the United States. You already don't get anything. You are an enemy. <laughs> you don't get anything about us. Well, we get we get we get some nice back exposition. Just some uh, we we learn that the Gould are pretty much just the big baddies. They're malevolent to the core. They can't be reasoned with. Oh right, they won't negotiate a peace treaty because that I will say to the benefit of the officers in the room, they're like, "Can we negotiate a peace treaty?" And Talc is like, "Why would they want a peace treaty with you? They could just kill you." Yeah, and so much higher, okay, cool, 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 cool. And so they're like, "Well, what about other worlds?" He goes, "There are worlds they've taken people from and then abandoned because they thought that the people there were fucking losers." (laughs) which is not really explained because it's all humans apparently yeah well well yeah when when the line is given the galaxy is apparently populated by the ancient peoples of earth and it's like oh yeah i I forgot about that point i see what they're going to be i see what the 10 seasons is now it's just going to be a just a hodgepodge of like 
ancient peoples who haven't evolved in the however many thousands of years have have happened since. Ancient peoples who aren't as good as like white people. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. Okay, well, strap in. So Talc is telling them like all of these people, the Jaffa and the slaves and the hosts that the gold use, what happened was the gold back in time went to a planet and they harvested the early peoples from that planet and used them to seed the galaxy so that they would have hosts and they could make more and more gold and they could have slave armies. And um, they went to the planet where this type of being, this humanoid thing, this bipedal night, like fucking psychiatric nightmare um, first evolved. And uh, they don't think for a second, fuck, did we evolve? on a different planet no not for they one, immediately not for, not for a fucking second despite this was 1997 there's types of early early humans that still haven't been discovered we still don't know shit like we still have like missing links and they were just like i mean sorry i believe in evolution like i'm just saying for the premise of this show i feel like it, there was some hubris involved in just going that's here well, <laughs> they haven't even like gone and done digs on these other planets to find out if they have ancient human bones. Well, yeah, I thought that's where it would go. Like when when Teok says that, when he's like, "Yeah, the, we we don't know but where the seed world is," and that happened, I was gonna be like, "Oh, cool!" So like Earth is one of the seeded worlds, and like we come right, from somewhere gonna... else. But no, right. Ken- Kennedy belittlingly tell he's like, "We uh, we evolved here, so." Yeah, and everyone in the room goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He sounds really confident until so, yeah. it's like, oh, oh, shit, okay, oh, oh well. And then, and then Tal's like, I am so glad I came here. Yeah, this is pretty, this is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty great. I mean, so far, I'm not like impressed with like the lodging, but I am impressed that you're the OGs and. <laughs> Which I don't know, because I haven't learned any pop culture yet. And I'm sure that'll be a fun joke that we get to do over and over again for 10 seasons. And Talc doesn't know anything about American pop culture. He won't get anything people say. Oh, That's fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, well, we do a quick cut to uh, Kowalski. He's, he's with the doctor. Wait, well, the the doctor's only on he's only on screen for literally like one minute. He's just like, all right. He's like, what's this bulge on your neck here, but oh, oh my god! And then he's, right, he's then choked he gets out. Neck snapped. Yeah. After that, we cut. We do a quick cut to Kowalski's trying to go through the sphincter. He doesn't know what's up. He doesn't know what's happening. He's trying to get home. He's just a he's just a youngin. He's just a like a nasty little adult, like tween, tween go old in there trying to get through the, the, the metal, the metal asshole back to his own planet. And he knows the coordinates because Kowalski knew the coordinates. So he is trying to get through and everyone's like, why the fuck is Kowalski in there? He should be in this briefing with us. Well, he's not, well, that, that's the thing is like, it, you know, like Carter and Daniel are like, doing doing like a little presentation and i'm starting to understand that like that's going to be like i think that's going to be like a thing for those two characters is that since they're the two scientists there's going to be a lot of just cuts to them like talking about something Mm -hmm. like explaining doing all the explainings right well they have to and then like uh, o'neill and Hammond are going to act like us. The odd, they're going to be the proxy viewer who's like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Except for they're dumber than us, which is perfect. Because what you want to do is make your viewer feel smart. <laughs> and so I, that's I, why I, it takes them so long to figure out that it's not raw. It, it, in like, it, in the last it took episode. them 40 minutes. So yeah, Kowalski kills, kill, you know, he's taken back. To another doctor, this doctor gives him an MRI. He sees the alien inside. inside oh, you mean like him. the white doctor who lives? Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. He, he sees the alien, and he and but then Kowalski free, you know, goes into gold mode again. Uh, the doc hits the red alert, but not in 
But then everyone's freaking out because the red alert's happening. But Kowalski's just walking because no one knows that it's him that's like the problem. So right? he goes to the control room and starts the Stargate or tries to. And Carter's in Oh, there. wait. This is the part where I feel like I want to talk about his. Oh. Nope. It's later. Oh, is it later? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want to talk about his wild karate skills. Yeah. That... <laughs> I think that it's later. It's definitely later. Okay. Sorry I interrupted. Well, he, gra- well, he grabs Carter and, and everyone comes in. They're like, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, get back. Nobody, know- nobody knows he's the alien yet. So it's just Kowalski's right. just freaking out. And, everybody- and they're like, what's wrong with Kowalski? They, well, they're just like, calm down, buddy. And he's like, like uh, take an out of van. Take a, take a fistful of aspirin, buddy. <laughs> but but so, so he takes Carter into an elevator. He's trying to escape. The entire complex. And this is the weird part because Carter like, is like, you're not going to be, she's like, you're not going to be able to get down out of the complex. They'll shoot us on site once, once we get through the elevator. It's like, is she talking to Kowalski? Like, is she? Oh my God, this is such a great question. Well, you know, I think his eyes have glowed at her. So she, so put, she and she, and she's um, uh, one. She's like the. She, she's the smart. I think one. she's the smartest smarty pants on the show. I think she's smarter than Daniel, um, and I think that she's presented that way. So I think she catches on right away. So she doesn't want Kowalski to get shot or herself. So she hits the emergency stop on the elevator, which was pretty smart. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it got her really injured, I, she must be concussed. But anyway. Because she's like collapsed at a very bad neck angle in the corner. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, they, everyone comes. And, and then once they come, Kowalski's back to normal. And he's like, she kidnapped me and tried to leave the building or something. I was like, <laughs> I thought that's yeah. where it was going to. That there was going to be like a, oh, my oh. God. But no. no There's we, a lot of disappointing opportunities like that in this show where you think something's going to happen. And then it doesn't happen. And you're like, mm, that's too bad. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah. That's just one of them. Yeah, none of that happens. They cut straight to Kowalski uh, strapped into what I thought it, it looks like a, the most expensive massage table ever constructed. Mm-hmm. Me too. I thought so too. And it's just like on the third watching, I was really, because I've watched all of these. I've watched none of these on my big TV. I've watched all of these on my iPad. And this time it's just a, it was pretty close to me because while I'm taking a bath, my iPad sits on my toilet, which is right fucking next to my bathtub in my tiny ass bathroom. And I was like, got real close and was like, oh yeah, that's a piece of carpet. <laughs> anyway, <so. laughs> hey, they got, you know, this is an expensive it wasn't, show. Hey, you know what? They got to cut was corners. It filmed, was it filmed for, was it, was it made for H- HD? No. <laughs> no <laughs> shit like that is gonna happen when you have stuff that wasn't made to be high def well yeah see well so the rest of the episode it's like it's it's sort of this back and forth they're like what should we do with kowalski right should we people are like him? let's let's do uh, kennedy is of course colonel kennedy's a prick he's like let's dissect him even though he's a fucking u.s airman let's dissect him well, and to be, and to, be then, to be fair, no one seems to like like that. I there's like, no tension in that scene because he's the only one that's like saying that. Everyone else, even, oh, Gen- sure, even General Hammond's like, no, we're not, we're not doing that. Next, General Hammond <laughs> says, "What kind of airman are you?" Boom. Yeah, I'll just talk. He's oh, like superior. Disgusted. Oh, <laughs> You'll talk to your superior with Kennedy's idea. Yeah, I'll just talk to the president. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, buddy. Oh my god, I love whenever like Hammond, who seems so hapless and like he's so expressive in his face, like what, what? But anytime somebody comes in and is like all about us, he's like, cool, whatever. I'll just call the president. <laughs> I'm just calling it. Like call he's my best friend, and we have a slumber party like every Friday night with popcorn, so <laughs> and fill fights and movies, and Besties. we eat too much candy. <laughs> I'm curious so, if we ever meet the president in this fictional universe. Well, I keep thinking, like, the timeline is that Bill Clinton is president. Bubba? All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, well, yeah, well, so, yeah, they, 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 they drop his idea. He's like, we gotta, we're going to save this. We're going to save Kowalski no matter what. But they, he tries to talk to the, to, the, to the little worm alien. 
So they which like, makes Kowalski fucking mad. Who, and he's in a lot of pain because they've taken all of his sedatives and painkillers away so that so that he can suppress like black the, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but so he can better suppress the go old. So he has a more of a fighting chance. Oh, but right. Talc tells them how to anesthetize the the go old. Mm, yeah, yeah. Which is how they're even able to do the surgery. But he's like, man, if I don't wake up me, don't let me wake up. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. He's... It's me or this motherfucking worm. Yeah, it's the end. It's the end. And, um, but can I just say, like, so they show the surgery, like, on the screen, right? And, oh, and also they pull this disgusting look of, like, sentient sea kelp out of this guy's spine. But first you see them do a cut, right? Where they, they cut it. And you can see that, I don't know, like a quarter of it, like snaps up into his brain and they pull the rest out. And I don't know why they think that's a complete fucking surgery. Do they, like in 1997, you could totally shave people's heads and cut their skulls open. I don't understand the fuck is happening, right? Where they're like, well, that's it. Those parts will probably just be fine in his brain even if they're not sentient which i mean it is kind of a worm and i know you can't cut a worm in half and make two worms but everyone thinks you can during the surgery they're all watching from like a a separate room teal's in there like just hanging out with the general like he went from suspect number one to like helpful sidekick like within the span of 30 minutes i know he's like hanging out of their briefings now they don't even give a shit (laughs) they're like someone's coming in with Thai menus and they're like what do you want he's got putting in an order for pad CU (laughs) I do not know what that is but I'll take it yeah well uh but yeah they they do the surgery and it seems like a success so they just let him wake up and they're like guess you're fine and no monitoring no being like no um being secured down to the bed he's resting while that's happening uh colonel kennedy goes to the general and is like yeah we're gonna take teal with us we're, we're i'm right. leaving we're, de- we're gonna 100 percent dissect him yes. because you made us kill the thing that was in kowalski the only living one now is in is in talc so sorry fucked. your fault you're <laughs> You picked Kowalski over Talc. Did you, you pick, realize that you at the time? Side B character from the from the movie four years ago. It's over. Yeah. Uh, Retroactively, that was your Sophie's choice. You made it. It's over. <laughs> yeah. Well, O'Neill's like that's bullshit. But while this is happening, Kowalski wants to thank Teal'c. So while they're like taking, like before they take him up to the surface, they take him to Kowalski. And he's like, I already think Kowalski is acting a bit creepy right here, because he's like, come on, come on, he's like, come on over here, let me, let me, I just want to shake, shake your Wait, hand. Wait, can I come just on. say, like, Kowalski was like not that cool before, like before the surgery. He well, was kind no. of not that cool. Well, no, no, he 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 wasn't. He wasn't like, hey man, what's up? <laughs> and that's what he's like now, right? <laughs> is that our point? I think so. Uh. So he's totally, so we're sitting here thinking, oh my God, I, either he's going to try to kill Talc or he's going to try to fucking make out with him. I was, I, I, I did not see that coming. I'll, t- I'll tell and you. And it's a Showtime show. So we don't know yet if he's going to try to kiss him. It could have gone. Yeah. Or kill him. Yeah. Strip his clothes. We didn't, we had no idea. Um, but yeah. Every, everything but his shirt. Leave your shirt on. Now, apparently, <laughs> por- porky pig in it. <laughs> hey, Tao's the only guy who looks better porky pig in it. Probably. <laughs> no, no, no. Shirt on. Thank you. Ew. Ew. Yeah. Ew. No, you're, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Dingleberry's out. Fine. <laughs> Stomach. Mm. Um, but yeah, Kowalski starts choking him. And apparently, when you're merged. You, you get superhuman strength, I guess. I guess that's part of the thing. Uh, I guess so. So that you can do... So Teal passes out. He's not dead. We find out later. But we think he might be dead. And Kowalski leaves the room so he can get to the control room. Because his goal is still to get through that butthole. That metal sphincter. Yeah. And so... But the funniest thing is, is he's doing full-on 
1960s Adam West Batman and Robin karate chop Chop. at everybody. And they are just, they are falling like, dude, flies wouldn't fall like that if I karate chopped them. There, it was, it was wild, right? Like they were, like, I didn't notice till the third watch how fucking horrible these, these, these uh, judo chops how bad they were it was very austin powers and very effective <laughs> all those people fell down i don't even know if they're still alive no, and, and that's, all, what, that's all, all i wanted to say about it well i will it was i will like say silly as fuck no it's true although the, the 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 last one is when he gets to the control one of the techs comes and tries to stop him and he, he does do a sweet like wrist break just slams uh, his wrist onto the panel and that looked yeah. pretty fucking realistic. That one was better. That one was more Ralph Macchio and less Kowalski. Less Batman. <laughs> um, less Batman in a and, and more, big pair of tights. Less old Batman, more new Batman. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was much more Michael Keaton and less Adam West. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, so Kowalski does the Stargate. He starts it. And he tries to, he gets in. Yeah, he the does room. the Stargate. He does that Stargate. He t- he goes up to that fucking butthole and he does it. And Teal'c Teal is there. He got eight. And Teal'c's like, you're going to lose your dick. That is metal. <laughs> and he's like, okay, no, Trust I'm not going to even put my. And Kowalski, Geo Kowalski is like, I don't even have my dick anywhere near it. I'm, I, this is like the modern world. I'm eating ass right now. <laughs> so what he does, he does is that, yeah. it, Teal helps them is put his head through the water hole because the water hole is turned on. This thing is so I don't understand this fight. I don't understand what the, what Teal trying me to do. Tell you what I expected right now because O'Neill says, "Tell, hold him right there," and about half of his head is inside the water hole. Yeah. So here's what I expect. I think O'Neill's going to turn off the water hole and we are going to see that it's going to turn off and we are going to see a diagonal slice off of that motherfucker's head. We are not even going to be able to see his whole head anymore. The disappointment I felt when they turned off the water hole and um, Geo Kowalski's entire fucking head was still attached to his body I can't tell you how disappointing that was for me. <laughs> but, and okay. Well, but but it kills him. It kills the thing inside his head, like the thing, and it, but it crawls out. Like now, that's where we got very Wrath of Khan. It seems like it crawled the fuck out of his ear, right? And was like, oh, I'm dead now. Just like those weird um, study Alpha Five bugs. Yeah, no, the whole thing is weird. Like what? What killed it? What killed him? I, I got very confused. Well, thank God that Tilt got the opportunity to save the cat, and now he gets to be on SG One. Because if Kowalski hadn't been infected with a Goa Uld, Tilt would be being dissected in a lab somewhere right now. Oh, okay. So they had to do this bottle episode in order to, like, basically convince General Hammond that uh, Talc was an asset. Yup. Hey, you know what? Like they're playing the long game. I, I appreciate it. And he it. had to call, yeah, and he had to call Bill Clinton and say, Yo, Bubba, put your fries down. And he's like, Oh, oh yeah, he he, he seems like a chill bro. Um <laughs> so yeah, but cool. Kowalski, they kill Kowalski. Which, you know, like, and the way that we find out that so then what's amazing is Kowalski's died and there's no downtime. There's no uh, funeral. No. There's no everybody go take a nap. There's not, hey, I've got some old scotch in my office. Let's have a toast to Kowalski. It is just straight up Daniel, Carter, and O'Neill at the gate saying, well, they seem to have stopped slamming bodies into the sphincter. On to so our let's first go right, mission. Let's go, let's go right up this asshole. And then, and then it's a big reveal by General Hammond when Talc comes in all decked out in um air force slash army gear and uh he's on the team he's on the motherfucking team team. kennedy went home kennedy went home empty-handed i wouldn't Uh, know all right well that's that's the end of this episode's fucking over yeah they're on their oh but they are on their way to a planet 
Yeah, I imagine the next episode is going to start right away with that. Yeah, can we talk about, like, how dumb, like, I agree, like, the team keeps saying, can we please give these planets real names? And General Hammond keeps insisting on calling them P-38X and P-5926. B and it's just like like there's even a joke in this episode where um as the leaders of SG1 and SG2 O'Neill and Kowalski are kind of in the command center looking at where they're going to go next and there's two places they're going to go and Hammond says who's going where and O'Neill jokes to Kowalski I no I had my heart set on P fifty two twenty three forty eleven D nine. Mind if we switch? And Kowalski's like, sure, I don't care. And Hammond is like, oh, but I tell you where to go. And then the joke is, general. (laughs) Yeah, a couple scenes later, the joke is, or at the end of that scene, maybe he tells Kowalski he gets to go to planet P. 39, 11, 68X or whatever I just said. And he very pointedly tells Kowalski he can go to whatever planet O'Neill just said. And O'Neill makes a face in recognition of like, ha ha, it's just good old joshing around. And I'm just like, please give them real names. Also, no. <laughs> I, have a cor- I have a correction. I have a correction to make. Last Last week... Last episode, I referred to the uh, tail hook, the tail hook scandal as the tailgate scandal. And I think I also said it was an Air Force scandal in TBH at this exact moment. I think it was, but it could have been the Navy. But I think it was the Air Force, but it was tail hook. It was tail hook, not tailgate. Way different things. But they did act like they were at a tailgate, which was the <laughs> scandal. You shouldn't act at, like you're at a tailgate unless you're at a tailgate. And even then, no. not then. No, never. No. Especially <laughs> not when you're at a tail tail hook. Because then people find out and it's a big scandal and people lose their careers. And it takes a long time for, I think, the Air Force to get a good reputation again. Hey, Tori. Yeah? Did you find this episode comforting uh no 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 i didn't uh no you didn't you texted me in fact you texted me in the middle of it to tell me that it was very intense well just it it's just it's it's not where i expected it to go i thought they'd go on a mission right away they did not we spent the entire it was a bottle episode and tied inside this dark body horror body horror one of the characters from the movie that i love dies like and oh, yeah. it's not and it's and it's a protracted death really uh it's like and so yeah no it wasn't very comforting but i did but i but ultimately it was i think they it was a good episode because I, they're playing the long game and and like you said and that makes sense is that they the whole, the entirety of the episode is basically one to like well to kill off all the side characters start fresh give teal a chance to redeem himself and uh it did that and gave us a bit of exposition, and so it did exactly what it needed to do, so it's good. And it, it established why everyone was human on the other planets. We didn't mention the second thing it established, which was when the Go'uld inside Kowalski shouldn't know the code to the planet that it's trying to go to, but Kowalski did. So... Sam and Daniel conclude at the end that something of the host remains, which means we have of all the characters from the movie that we still have hope for. It is the ones who are now hosts of go old Kiara and uh, Scara. Uh, Sacra. I, I was going to be like Sacrum. <laughs> Scara. It's not that hard to remember. It's the word scar with a uh, on the end. Scara. Um, well, yeah, well, and not to mention, yeah, Miss, this was that uh, they have genetic memory as, as oh, like, right. It, one is born and has all the memories of of all the other ones. 
Somehow. Which, when was this made? Okay, by the way, I just am just gonna, like, when was the movie made? Because I want to know if the Trill concept was copied or if the Gold concept was copied because they seem really similar. Well, and if there's, and there's probably no way you watch Stargate and you don't watch Star Trek and know what a Trill is, right? Well, uh, well <laughs> I, I've heard the word Trill. That's about it. Um the movie was made. You're in the 19- one who told me to watch. You, sorry, I'm so sorry. You're the one who told me to watch Deep Space Nine, which has the main Trill character in it. Yeah, I've never actually watched much of Deep Space Nine. Oh my god, fuck you so hard because you told me that it was the like the good Star Trek, and well, yeah, I was like, the, I don't think the so. episodes. The episodes I did watch, I enjoyed, <laughs> and which were like I actually 10, did like it. Ten of them. No, oh, fuck um, you. I watched the whole thing. I liked it. But, but well, the movie was made in '94, but it didn't have this whole bug thing. That was that's not really mm. the movie. So '97. Okay, so they definitely stole it from Star Trek. Okay. Well, shit. Oh wait, yes. '97, '96 is probably when they wrote it. Yeah. Well, DS9 was already on that trill shit by then because there was a trill in T, uh, TNG. There was a trill character he was that he was kind of a he sucked does any nobody on a stargate podcast wants to hear about star trek or do they no 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 they do not there is no venn diagram the venn diagram is two circles not touching like a mile apart yeah a mile apart Mm -hmm. that makes sense no no if you want Uh, to talk about farscape they're into it they're basically the same show i fucking love that show Okay, so anyway, can I, and I also do like the Muppet show, so that makes a lot of sense. I will <laughs> say, you didn't ask, but I'm going to tell you anyway whether or not I found this show comforting. Oh, well. And the answer is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. comforting for all, you know, it's really weird. I usually can't rewatch stuff. I hate, even things I loved, I won't rewatch unless it's been like, I've seen BSG twice, I've seen Buffy twice, I've rewatched all of star trek some of which i'd never seen before there's a like a comfort in sci-fi to me because like it's like but this is weird because this is sci-fi that doesn't even take place in the future i don't know i just want to like sci-fi is kind of like weird drugs where you can zone out into like a different alternate reality and be like sure fuck this is happening this seems way more important than the stuff we know about um so that feels pretty good um and just like the idea of like watching this TV show and I don't even give a fuck if it's good or bad because I know we're going to come around and, and chat about it. And so like, I always have all these, I always have so many thoughts when I'm watching a TV show and, and I like, I'm always comforted watching Stargate because I know we're going to come back and talk about it. Like I used to watch America's Next Top Model with our our super good mutual friends and i would pause constantly so i could do a commentary (laughs) so i love it yeah i felt comforted even though there was body horror i don't know it was so like you know what i don't like kowalski and i guess if like sam had had the body horror i probably would have cared more and been more like oh my god body horror Maybe if General Hammond or Talcott had body horror, but like, I was just like, oh, good. Kowalski's, I, for me, I was like, Kowalski's obviously going to die. This is really creepy. I get it. I would totally be like, get this fucking thing out of me or kill me. That makes perfect sense to me. But I was relatively unmoved. And I don't know if that's like a fuck the patriarchy thing, an autism spectrum thing, or a this is just written so-so or I know the outcome or a pandemic kind of thing. (laughs) But I had like, I mean, honestly, I had an almost sociopathic response to watching it, (laughs) which was like, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah." (laughs) And then when they pulled that thing out, I was like, that is fucking gross. Let's play our, uh, let's, let's play our new game. Uh, Who do you, yeah, nah, and meh. Kind of our fuck Mary kill of um of this. Who's my oh fuck? I do you already know yours? I haven't thought about this at all. Who do uh, I definitely not want to be? I definitely do not want to be Kowalski. Okay. That's your neh. Neh. 
I want to be General Hammond because he like very quietly badasses the fuck out of everybody. <laughs> like when he hands the phone over to Kennedy and is like, oh, sure, Mr. President, actually, Colonel Kennedy's right here. He'd probably love to hear it from you. And then my meh is, I guess, like literally everyone else in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my 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 yeah, uh, will be Hammond as well because yeah, he definitely he he he's just really trying. He's just like I'm the I'm I'm the general, you know? but without having to be like that. He definitely does the talk softly, carry a big stick. Yeah, no, no, he he gets it done. My uh my nah is definitely Doctor Warner. That dude, he yeah, because you're right. He just he he messed up. He fucked up. Oh, he fucked he's an idiot up. And my meh. Uh, well, I you know I'd have to say Daniel and Sam because I because I, they were all they did in this episode was like they would just cut to them and they'd be like, so there's this this is how this thing works yeah I know Share yeah and that's it that's all I know that's, that's yeah. all that happened they, they had to they had to invent <laughs> two exciting things for them they had to have Daniel discover the body of the first doctor mm-hmm. and they had to have Samantha get beat up in the elevator and otherwise <laughs> they would have all they would have done was stand around uh chit chatting with coffee in their hands like a boring day at the office it's <laughs> true so those are good i i think you made solid soul i'm a little you made solid motherfucking choices motherfucker good job all right well yeah we're gonna uh yeah we're gonna we'll, we'll meet back up Next time with episode three of Yeah at the Vertical Waterhole. <laughs> we should make it into a sea shanty. See you at the vertical waterhole. You know what? Throw me a lifeline at the vertical waterhole. Let's just do that right now. Yeah, like don't cut off two thirds of my head at the vertical <laughs> waterhole. <laughs> Raise the glass and stomp your feet. It <laughs> by the metal finger will meet.